You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, this is Bradley Martin, the robot for one of us.net. Ski button. And I'm here to talk about, in my regular voice, Eden, a short series on Netflix, an animated series from Japan, which makes it an anime, about two robots 1,000 years after all of mankind has disappeared, find a baby. And that baby with its big eyes and chubby cheeks, it doesn't want to die. It doesn't want to starve to death. So these two robots, voiced by David Tennant, referred to his mom and dad by the baby later as she grows up, they raise this baby, and they raise hope for a better tomorrow. But what happened to all the humans? What happened to all the robots who aren't even wondering what happened to all the humans? And why is there a secret underground rebellion of robots that insists that all humans, even photos, be destroyed. This is Eden. and I'm not here to talk about the end of the world, maybe a new beginning of the world, not by myself, however. No! I'm here to talk about this with other people. <laughs> with me, someone who probably knows the best way to take down a robot and with what type of weapon. We have Jen with us. Hey, everybody. Am I the only human on this review that didn't realize that it was dubbed? <laughs> I just watched it in the Japanese. So you said David Tennant, and I was like, "Really? No, Who's I that? watched it. I watched it in Spanish. I watched it. I watched oh, okay, it in great. Japanese. Perfect. Same I page. Japanese. Yeah. I I, I forgot I could have okay. done a dub. I would have done that. <laughs> oh well. Yes, I did half and half personally. Uh, the dub's not that great. You're fine. <laughs> it, it's both both languages are great, but we also have with us not a human, but a cat or a dog. I'm not sure. But he's always sure of himself and his opinions. We have Doggett with us. Uh, robot Doggett? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robot Doggett. <laughs> and also we have someone I'm always happy to review with. We've been reviewing together for a long time. And we always seem to get uh, conflicting opinions. And I don't think this one will be any different. We have Frank with well, us. Well, I'm going to be... Um, searching for for an opinion but you are right in three years you've been doing this bradley like you are one of my favorite people to do this with so happy to be here so many feels guys kind of like this anime yeah (laughs) it says a lot (laughs) oh jen also happy pride month all of you viewers we love you we love you so we got these two robots and this baby four episodes 25 minutes each this spans about 15 years, or I guess over 100,000 seconds. 
I hope that's not a spoiler for the weird countdown timer that <laughs> randomly shows up in these episodes. It is now. <laughs> Eventually, these robots discover that a baby, a toddler, a child, and an adolescent are all very different types of human beings. And most of the show is with Sarah. Sarah, as they call her. It's Sarah for any future dubbers out there. I don't know why they always match the my anime sound. Did it. Sarah. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah, where are you going? Uh, she's like Scottish, Scottish now or something. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what just happened here. <laughs> Sarah's trying to find out what happened to all the people and if there's any other robots that might know, or if there's any way she can find out where she came from. Uh, we're not going to get into spoilers, at least not on purpose. But what did you guys think of Sara and her upbringing and her journey into what it truly means to be human? So you mean like not my horizon, Zero Dawn? <laughs> the the, uh, the similarities well, are striking. Oh, especially when she finds the same almost beat for beat ancient, was it a spaceship that Alloy finds in the tutorial yep. section of that? I definitely got those vibes. The thousand years in the future, a mysterious redhead appears out of nowhere and is adopted by the local natives of whatever color, grows up to be the savior of mankind. Redheads? I thought they went extinct. At least that's what these current adaptions have been telling me. No, you can't get rid of us if you try. Oh, we'll try. We always come back. I liked it. Uh, I, I feel, I was saying this earlier, I feel like this four episode miniseries is like an artist's pipe dream pilot that they're hoping to expand into a larger more robust project that fills in the many gaping plot holes that we don't get to see on screen because I'm hoping for it so if you're out there people wanting to fund projects like this and if the creators are interested in it please fund this and make more of it because it's great it's, you know, so so I kind of forgot it was a show because I thought I was going to power through it and just let it play and so I kind of like absorbed it as a feature film, and um, I thought it worked story-wise. I mean, I don't know how original it is or isn't, but uh, I mean, it hit all the right marks. Um, I love the little B plot that's playing um, sort of in the background, and I love how that's that that's like sort of like turned around. Um, I thought the emotion was really on point. You know, I mean, I didn't cry or anything because. I, I cried. Cry. It's not soul. I'm not going to cry. Um, Look, but... <laughs> some people cry during Terminator 2. Some people don't. Yeah. Like Arnold Water, says, protein, and sodium. Yeah, exactly. Arnold, Arnold says, I now know why you cry. And Frank's staring at him like he's a fucking Terminator. Like, okay, go ahead and die. And Jen's bawling. I'm just sobbing. Ter- Terminator 2 is my first R-rated movie, and I actually cried because they wouldn't let me buy a ticket to Terminator 2. So I guess it's kind of adjacent. That kind of... And after that, he said, never again. No, I, saw, I, I, saw, I snuck in and saw it, but yeah. Mine, mine was Titanic, and I also saw oh, my you? eyes out and was traumatized <laughs> every time I heard Celine Dion after yeah. that. I thought it was cute. It's a cute uh, show. It's four episodes long. It's hard to bash anything that knows its limits. And um, it's an animation. It's interesting. It's that whole, it's like a nice blend between CG and a little bit of like 2D elements in there too. And that's always enjoyable. It's, you know, it's not high tier to an extent. But for the story they're trying to tell, 
which is, you know, like a reverse Wally almost. <laughs> to an extent, I don't know. I, I, it's a it's a small sci-fi anime show with a cute redhead protagonist. You know, all the young nerds are gonna love this. Now, Frank, did Wally make you cry? Wally. Well, no, no that's that. That, I, I that is te- Hello Dolly that is happened. Technically, a no, since I've never seen it, so I, you know, had nothing to cry at because I didn't watch it. So, yeah. Frank watched the first fifteen minutes of Up and walked out because he just wanted to test. I himself. thought the first fifteen minutes of Up were actually kind of. Uh, I thought they were beautiful, but it kind of it kind of reminds me of Bradley's take on the Notebook. Oh, boohoo! Old people get old and die. Wow. <laughs> so Frank, when they showed the old the old film footage in this uh, in the show, did that make you feel anything, or were you like, eh, they're putting pictures on top of pictures? What now. part was that? What, what, what episode? What episode was that? What, what part was that? I forget. Was that two? Was that two? Were they like they find like old film footage? Two and three both had old. Oh, film okay. Footage in uh, no, I thought it was emotional. I thought it was emotional. I thought the emotional beats in here were... You felt I, nothing, I, you fucking I monster. The emotional beats in here were actually pretty pretty well done. I mean, again, I don't know this genre, so I don't know how like how commonplace, like, if this is... Anime or sci-fi? Uh, anime. Um, so I don't know how, like, this is, like, really... If it's par for the course or if it's novel. Um, I thought it was a story it worked. It hit all the right, you know, marks, so... Rosario Dawson, who's A37, and David Tennant as E92. Well, that's who Sarah that's calls a name we mom know. and dad. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both Rosario and David are fantastic. I'm sure the Japanese dub is great. I actually preferred the Tennant because I'm just a big fan nerd of both uh, Rosario Dawson and David Tennant. And as E92 and A37, both of these actors actually, when the show started, were like, Performing task, task performing now. And she'd be like, performing task, like robots. And as they grew with Sarah, their uh, tone and vernacular of speech and overall syntax sounded more human. And I thought that was a beautiful touch. So was the show, the meaning of the show that the human soul is learned, you learn to be a person? Is this the message this propaganda is telling us to, 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 to fall in love with our fucking Roombas? <laughs> I think the message is that by connecting with other people, you find your place and meaning in life. I mean, don't get me wrong. My TV raised me. Like, I have a close relationship with technology. That's legit. That's legit. It's legit. Somebody's got to kill the babysitter. <laughs> hey, this is not Horizon Zero Dawn, guys. No. Now, let's talk about that real quick. Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, definitely unlocks the power of the PlayStation 5 as well as the PlayStation 4 in its time. The comparison hurts this show because nothing is even close to as gorgeous as that story. It's hard to be, though. I mean, that game, they spent so long making that game, and it's beautiful. They make you compare them because of that whole scene where Sarah finds out a revelation Oh, like this is the first uh, 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 product that gives us a redhead that goes to the future. Like this is original for Horizon Zero Dawn. She doesn't have a bow. She's not with dinosaurs. No, these are robots. Very two different. They're robot dinosaurs that were designed different. by humans to re-terraform the Earth yes, after it was zo- destroyed and human life was wiped out, zombies, which is the exact same as this show. Zombies and zombie hillbillies. Very different. Uh, robo dinosaurs robots very different classifications so 
before we get into before we get into final thoughts, the premise of this show in its marketing and its opening scene is a giant mech fight, which is the most anime thing that ever animated. This show is not about a giant mech fight. Do you guys feel this is deceitful or in the overall context of where we end up is actually a good starting point? Not any more deceitful than the uh, beginning of the last season of Gotham. Like, it's 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 just shit telling us what's, what, what we're leading up to. It's not a promise that this is everything. It's just a promise of what uh, your investment will lead to. I think it's one of those necessary, you might not get people to sit down and watch something without giving them a little something, something to look forward to at the end. But once you sat down and start watching the story, it's going to charm the pants off of you and it'll be worth it when it does get to the mech fight at the end. Would you have watched Mortal Kombat without the first five minutes of Mortal Kombat? (laughs) I didn't watch it. You make a good point. You sounded so depressed (laughs) on the Mortal Kombat review. I wanted to give her a hug. I really did. The difference there is, I went into that movie knowing that that five minutes was going to be a red herring. I knew that walking in. I knew there was no way they were going to make the movie that good. And I was not disappointed. Well, I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah. But I was not misled. I was expecting nothing, and I was still disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but I was not disappointed by this. If anything, honestly, I feel like I could have done without Mm -hmm. the mech fight at the end and just kept the beautiful narrative story and the journey without the fight and the confrontation, and I'd have been fine. But I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Yeah, that was unique. It was fun. Big robot. Let's talk about favorite characters before we wrap up here. Uncle John. There you go. Uncle John. I thought for sure his ass was great. I I liked him a lot. I I did, too. I did, too. But you can't kill the old wise one in, 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 in stories like this. I mean, come on. So that's all other enemies. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't know. But um, I, li- I liked him. And I, li- I liked what, you know, that he was, they made him like sort of old and wise and sort of playful. Like I like watching him dance. But then I love the dancing scene. I thought that was kind of cute. So The dancing scene was yeah. so good. Mm. But yeah, he was my favorite. How about you, Daggett? Bradley, when did you discover you had a soul? It was during Soul. It was okay, it was watching dancing, Soul. That, that's just during that dancing scene. I just imagine Bradley like learning how to dance, <laughs> and like like his cold, soulless eyes gaining color. Like, wait a minute. Who says I can't dance? This is what it means to be human. Pixar didn't happen, Bradley. <laughs> Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> so rude. No, I, uh, preferably I, video. Yeah, preferably video. Uh, yeah. My, you know what? That's probably why I am a little bit colder on the show than everybody else. I don't particularly have a favorite character. I, they're, they're all enjoyable in their own rights. Uh, I enjoy following all of them, and none of them annoyed me. But there was, there was nobody here for me to, like, attach myself or love, like, fall in love with here. Not even the robots, because even though they're, like, they're learning to be humans, that were, I, I still was not convinced. I'm not, I'm not falling for the propaganda. Robots are machines. Machines are meant to serve. Come at me. But uh, he said, uh, I guess the villain's pretty cool. He's one of my, the, the annoying things where it's like, well, this one thing sucks, so the rest of humanity has to pay. <laughs> it's a little extreme, but yeah. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris, I believe, voiced that character, whose name I won't say because I, I really think it's a missed spoiler. out on not listening to the dubbing version of this, the dub version of this. 
No, you didn't, because the Japanese version was lovely. The Spanish dubs, Frank, you should try them out. They're actually very but enjoyable. I had to look up for my iPad more times than I would have wanted to. And so, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, if there's brown characters on the screen, like put a Spanish dub. It like it enhances the experience. Well, if you'd like to say your favorite character, uh, Jen, now's the time before our final thoughts. PJ, PJ made it for me. Yeah, PJ had all the heart and all the adventurous spirit, and was just down to hang out and be there and be the. I can't remember buddy. who PJ was. Was that was that the little like pet thing that kept on following her? Okay. Yes. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that was sweet. It's what BB-8 wishes he was. Right, the adventure buddy. Frank, why don't you drop some knowledge with your final thoughts? So the reason I'm on here, in case anybody is wondering, is because Bradley did me a solid and signed up for something that I really wanted to see and was lacking in reviewers. And so I returned the favor because um, I don't think at, at that time this review needed people. And the thing we, had to, we watched together sucked. So who's, who's the big winner here? It was here? okay. You you just saw a better documentary. No, it wasn't yeah. that. It was uh, Things Heard and Seen. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said before, <laughs> and I said this about uh, something else, but everything that I know about anime, you could put on the head of a pin and still have room for the Lord's Prayer, man. Um, I don't know anything about anime. But that being said, I thought this was charming. I thought it was really cute. I thought it was the appropriate length, story-wise. Um you know, had enough characters to make it varied and had a credible villain. It had, you know, some real life themes, um, you know, disguised as really like, you know, hide and sci-fi. Yeah, it's fine. I enjoyed myself. So, uh, I got to give it, um, seven and a half out of 10 and docking points because I probably would have liked this more had I heard David Tennant and Neil Patrick Harris, um, voice these characters. So, n- Seven out of ten um, apples, because that's all I got. Apples. That was a lot of apples there for you and that kid. That was a that was a lot of. I mean, for to give a kid that many apples is that is that is that okay? I mean, when their stomach or something, when they barf that all that up, Bradley. There's going to be some movement problems. Bradley, is what I'm I mean, saying. Would you give your kid that many apples? Oh no, uh, I have the option of giving my kid a variety of food, all of them variety and they just didn't you know so that they didn't get into it dog it your final thoughts dog it. Uh, well i'm more familiar with uh, like futuristic anime and there's a whole variety of them and i never played for, for horizon zero dawn if that is indeed do its it. name do it now, now that now that game has to meet the expectations of the show so it'll surpass them good luck to that game (laughs) yeah right but uh the show is it's cute you should you should watch it you should watch it with your family or your kids brad you watch this your kids right yes do they enjoy it they were they're kind of drifting in and out okay so that explains why they didn't like the bad batch they just don't like things okay fine (laughs) what's your (laughs) mother-in-law think bradley (laughs) (laughs) oh no she she wasn't watching this damn well i'm just gonna say that you won't lose anything from watching the show. It's not a waste of time. Uh, just give it a go if you got free time. Four episodes, 30 minutes each. Have fun. I'll give this 7 out of 10 redhead protagonists that are still around. All right, Jan. This is all I have to say about this. 
Done. <gasps> that's it. That's it. Done. No, um, I am going to... No, that's it. Mic drop. <laughs> no, I am going to judge this solely on what it is and not on the additional content I wish was there and isn't. I enjoyed it. I found it beautiful. I loved the story. It created a sense of empathy and connection. I cried at the end because I'm a big old soppy bag of water, protein, and sodium. I thought it was really cute. I wish there was a whole lot more of it than there was. I'm really, really hoping that there will be more of it in the future. I see on IMDb it's a 2021 until eh. So maybe we'll get more. Side stories or what happens next. The beginning of civilization rebirthed on Earth. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, the Japanese version is beautiful. The voice acting is amazing and dynamic, and I, I very much enjoyed this. So despite the fact that I, I have some questions on plot holes that are not filled in because it's only, you know, four 25-minute episodes, um, I still still loved it. Would watch. Do recommend. Am happy about it. But it is almost line-for-line line plot from Horizon Zero Dawn. Take it, do with it what you will. Um, I will give this 9 out of 10. Beautiful dance sequences in the dark with your friends who aren't comfortable dancing until you teach them how, and then everybody has a great time, and you paint beautiful, happy, smiley faces on them. You know, the 2020 equivalent of that is dancing in your living room with 20 Roombas. I'm okay with this. (laughs) All right. Well, for our subscribers, you'd get to see the mic drop on our video version yeah. of this review. For me, this is a pretty uh, basic story. It's very simple. But then there are moments that are more thought-provoking that I didn't expect. Episode it may have been the penultimate episode three, where, as the industry term is, shit hits the fan that had me shocked because a lot like Doggett, it sounds like, oh, no, Frank, I usually don't give a crap about robots. I'm like, oh, well, what an interesting fake imitation of what a person is supposed to sound like. But even I was like, oh, no, oh, no, what's going to happen to the robots because of the emotions built up between these characters. And you're right, these performances. I did listen to uh, Half and Half, Japanese and English, and both casts are phenomenal. And, and as I said, David Tennant, Rosario Dawson, I'm a big old nerd, love all their work. Rosario Dawson's the wave of the future. We also have Kyoko Hikami and Kuichi Yamadera. E92 had a pretty veteran actor. And oh, yes, Kentaro Ito. If you recognize those names, then you recognize good voice acting in the Far East. And how it all went down, I was actually pretty satisfied with even the final conclusion which isn't one it really could be a prologue to an outstanding long-running series as it were i was satisfied with that if we unfortunately don't get anything so i'm gonna give this one seven out of ten abandoned orchard babies so we're there no that's a spoiler never mind (laughs) Can you vague it up, your question? Oh, vague it up. I'm going to I'm gonna use that, Bradley. I'm going to use that, vague it up. I like that. I'm stealing that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I understand, I understand. like, the, the bad guy's point, the whole humans ruin everything. But if, like, 
what the what's inside, what the cargo is, what the last scene of the show is, what the cargo is, if that's what they all are, then this dude's a fucking monster. Would it even give humanity a second chance? Like, like full, you know, just saying. For what? The, for what was there? I'll finish this after the interview. It's fine. <laughs> well, to close on that. Uh, your soul is something that you find within yourself, usually through dance or art or expressing the joy of being around another person. And a robot or a person is able to communicate that if they're able to self-reflect. And through self-reflection, we can find bonds. You can also buy them on other. Etsy. <laughs>